Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. So, all right, all right, everybody. Um, so I'm here this week with Billy. Uh-huh. And it's Billy's turn to sit on the yeah, couch. It, it's, it's my turn to talk. Yeah, it's your turn to talk because <laughs> we're going to enjoy this. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Billy, see, let me let me do a little background for you. Uh, Billy is uh, one of the best people I know when it comes to troubleshooting and thinking outside the box. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I told that story about uh-huh. that wire going through your garage. Right. Um, I'd like to point out that in his field, he is one of the top guys in the area to... He'll show up at a company, and uh, one of the things I love that he does is he will streamline a company so well that he doesn't have to do any work at mm-hmm. all during the day. Mm-hmm. Once He'll get it to a point where he doesn't have to do anything but sit there and make sure that nothing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. He's just there in case something happens, and that's his job. Mm-hmm. His job is to do that specifically. And he's taken companies that were horribly run mm-hmm. and streamlined them so that one instead of having four or five guys fixing a machine every day to nobody has to fix anything you just have him around making sure nothing goes wrong Mm -hmm. now there's one drawback to this once he does that they think you know what why do we even need this guy Mm -hmm. let's uh we can get someone cheaper and luckily eventually things happen like viruses and stuff and that comes around to bite him on the ass Mm -hmm. but he's got a good story this week about Mm -hmm. uh, uh a company a modern company not showing the proper loyalty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I will say this much. One of my favorite points on this, I'm, I'm going to step on your toes for a second, uh, is that uh, Billy mm-hmm. combined two offices mm-hmm. of a major construction company mm-hmm. from, uh, they were about 40 miles apart mm-hmm. to one in the center. Mm-hmm. He got them streamlined, up and running. I don't know how many employees. <coughs> He'll go into that. Yep. But he... Uh, it, it, it was it was nothing short of a, of a feat that he had no problems. Everything was perfect, smoothed out, smooth running. That's and as an IT manager, that's, well, that's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Then the company decides, well, for prestige, we want to be able to say we have an IT director. Yep. Well, hold on. Let me, let me, let me introduce. I'll, I'll, I'll take it from there because there's backstory. Okay. I, so, I do want to point out the, the whole... It, he had to. He was required by his employer to hire. Well, his, hold on, hold on, I, I gotta get, okay. I gotta get, I gotta get oh. all that shit. Okay. Well. So hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you. Okay. Now, so, now go, grab your cocoa. So. Couple Oreos. Sit back. Relax. So, enjoy the smooth jazz. I joined this company eight years, seven years ago, and when I joined them, they were running Windows XP. They had a poor guy, <laughs> and it was old. Then. Stop! It's coming out my nose. I know. <laughs> oh, quite literally, during my interview, email went down, like complete grinding to a halt. And so, literally, I'm in the interview with the owner of the company, two other people, and their help desk guy. The help desk guy, well, he was a consultant. He would only come in like four hours a week. This poor guy was just basically putting out fires. And email going down was a pretty regular occurrence. So, quite literally, they'd ask me a question. Oh, tell me about your strengths. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking to them. And then I'd turn and I'd look to the help, the, the help desk guy that they had. And I was troubleshooting the email being down. And so, we're going back and forth, back and forth. And finally, the help desk guy, he's like, I, I don't know what's going on. I said, show me the log files. Literally, I solved their problem within about two minutes. I'm like, hey, check this, check this. Da, 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 da. Okay, great. So, they say, listen, you solved the problem. You know, you're talking to two different people. This is great. You're hired. 
I jump in. I look at their environment. I'm like, holy shit, you guys are fucked up. You're running Windows XP. This is a 2014, 15. And I'm like, Windows XP came out in like 2002. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You got to fix this shit. So we get everybody on Windows 7. <clears throat> Everything's humming along nicely. We only have 60 employees at the moment. We're doing about 50 million a year, right? So we're podunk. Nobody knows who the fuck we are. So fast forward, um, I'm getting everything modernized. Everybody's on Windows 7. I got the email situation fixed. I got a migrated to Office 365, started getting them into a lot of cloud-based stuff. And because we're a construction company with like job trailers and shit like that, I'm thinking, okay, I need to focus on mobility. I, I got guys out in the middle of fucking nowhere with really shitty internet. I got to focus on them. So for the past, so about three years ago, I, did, I started focusing on that once I got everything, all the bleeding stopped. So then once I did that, um, I said, all right, now I've got to make it so that, because my paranoia was, I call it a catastrophic building event. Building burns to the fucking ground, earthquake, whatever. And so when I did that, um, I started getting us into more cloud-based stuff. I started getting us onto Dropbox when Dropbox was still the only game in town. On, 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 on. Then uh, about three years ago, I was working, because at this point, I'm the only IT guy. I, they had the little help desk consultant guy, but he was only coming in once a week for four hours. He was just basically just kind of giving me basic guidance. So I said, all right, I need to get, um, I need to get some help, right? Now, at this point, I've got most things automated. You know, I take laptop, I can image it, have everything up and running inside of about two hours. At this point, we have 225 employees, and I'm doing all the IT by myself. Now... One of the things that impressed the owners at the time was right around when my boy was born, I got a phone call because everybody knew that the, the lady was in the hospital waiting for the baby to be born, you know, blah, blah. Uh, for clarification, how long was she restricted to the hospital bed? Six weeks from yeah, the that... preview. Yeah. He just finished paying that <clears throat> off. Yes, I did. Thank you, Obamacare. <laughs> so. Oh, dude, the um, Chinese love Obama. But anyways. Yeah, so. <laughs> We, uh, so I get a phone call from the owner of the company and he says, Hey, listen, I'm really sorry to bother you, but we just had an employee separation. Um, I, I don't know what we're going to do. He says, uh, I know, I know you're at the hospital right now, waiting for the baby to be born. And I go, Oh yeah, sure. Hold on a second. And he hears me just tapping away and he goes, Oh, you got your laptop with you? I go, no. He says, well, then what are you doing? I says, well, I'm disabling his account and taking care of everything. He goes, well, you don't have your laptop with you. I go, yeah, I can do that from my phone. He goes, you can do that from your phone? He goes, yeah, dude, not a big deal. I said, okay, hold on a second. Okay, try it now. He's, I go, try to log in as him. And he goes, hey, it said access denied. I go, exactly. He goes, That's, this is great. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. He says, I'll stop bothering you. I go, please do. <laughs> now, the owner of the company, he's a super cool guy. I like him. So fast forward, I said, listen, we have 225 employees. I am super slammed all day, every day, even with all the automation, Need to hire somebody. We hire this guy. This guy is a perfect sweetheart. Good dude. Like him. Like him to this day. Um, we explode in growth. We go from when I started, we were doing about $60 million a year. We had about 60 employees. We have 425 employees now, and we do about $400 million a year. So we're just like gangbusters. In the meantime, they hire this chief financial officer. At first, he's a nice enough guy. But, you know, he pulls me aside. He says, listen, you know, we're going to shape you in to be a manager, blah, blah, blah. 
fine, whatever. And I'm getting promotions. I'm getting raises. I'm getting, you know, 10 and 15% raises. I'm getting, you know, I went from, you know, uh, sysadmin to IT supervisor to IT manager, blah, blah, blah. Everything's fine. We hire a systems administrator. We hire another help desk person. Everything is going swimmingly. Fast forward, boss CFO pulls me into his office about, I would say, probably six months ago. Maybe yep. about that. Says, I think it's time for an IT director. And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. Time for promotion. Now, I'll pause right there because here's, you know, I, I, the past year I've been busting my ass. So we had COVID hit and we had the move. So when we had the move, like you're talking about, we put two companies because we had one in uh, one city, one in another city. And we merge them both together into this one office. All the while, we're doing a TI, which is tenant improvement, in case people don't know that. We spent a million and a half dollars modernizing everything, and we had zero downtime. Got everything all interconnected, got everybody over to the new stuff, got everybody up, on and on and on. So I'm thinking, okay, busted my ass, 16-hour days, but it's just part of being in IT, no big deal. Then COVID hit. Now, the COVID story, which I'll slightly divert, it's funny as fuck, because owner of the company comes down to my office, knocks on the door, says, I need to talk to you right now. And I'm like, oh, shit, some shit's happening, right? And originally I'm thinking, okay, somebody's in trouble, somebody's doing some dumb shit. <clears throat> I'm walking down the hallway, and he leans into my boss's office, and he goes, I need you too. And I go, uh, I didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you blame that shit this, on me. <laughs> this looks like I'm getting fired. I'm like, something is wrong. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? Billy, yeah. my office yeah. now! <laughs> <clears throat> so, I then walk into the owner's office, and it's me, the chief financial officer, who's my boss, the owner, the other owner, the chief operations officer, um, the head of a different division. I mean, a lot of very, very high-end people. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? I'm thinking some real major shit's going on. And they're all sitting in this little semicircle. And I'm like, well, here's where we get fired. You know, we've done it before. And they go, okay, so this COVID thing looks like it's really going to be serious. So we need to know what your plan is. And I went, oh, I don't have a plan. And you saw the color run out of their face like, oh, God, what do you mean? And I go, oh, I don't, I don't need a plan. And they go, what are you talking about? I says, you remember that whole, you know, that initiative I did? I says, where the building doesn't matter. You know, the building could burn to the ground. The building could be leveled by an earthquake, all that shit. They go, yeah. I says, quite literally, tell everybody, pick up your shit, go home, connect to your home Wi-Fi, and we'll support people connected to their Wi-Fi. Connect to the VPN if they need to, but because we've been getting off of the VPN and getting everything up to Office 365, you don't even need that. You can literally have everybody work from home. Everybody can work through Microsoft Teams and all this other stuff. And they all, they all went, oh, my God, he's right. Oh, thank God. And you could feel, like, the tension get released. They're like, oh, thank God, because they were hearing all these horror stories about all these companies spending thousands or even millions because of dollars. Because, none they, once again, your foresight mm -hmm. does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't keep setting that on the floor if I was you. That's a heated floor. Yeah, I know, but it's... Uh, anyway, so so I tell that story. as what. So COVID and the move all happened fairly right around the same time. So my boss pulls me in, says, I think it's time for an IT director. Great. So I say, I'm thinking, all right. Getting promoted. This is great because I've been promoted a bunch of times before. Yeah. Got all these things. Why well wouldn't earned. I think that? 
So he says, yeah, um, and it's not you. And I'm thinking, you motherfucker. So before mm-hmm. I can say anything, and I got that little voice in my head, and we all do, the little voice was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Mine never says shut up. <clears throat> I think yours might be broken. <laughs> my, 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 you got to fight for the right to kick their ass. I am court holy. Are you threatening me? <laughs> so I say, all right, let, let's hear him out. And he goes, so, he says, this is an IT director job. And I go, yeah. He said, so, we need to understand something. He says, this person that we hire is going to be doing, like, budgets and strategy meetings and things like that. Nothing technical like you do. He says, he's not going to step on your toes. He's not going to get in your way. He says, he's basically going to be kind of like me, but we're going to put a level in there. And he says, now, we're going to put in directors in every department, not just yours. And that, that was part was true. Okay, great. So... They they say we're gonna we're gonna talk to some people first. You'll get final say, but we're gonna talk to some people and kind of get it going. Now, slight diversion on that was when I told them I wanted to be IT director. And to be fair, I, I did I, when I looked through job descriptions. I'm like, okay, that the IT director isn't me. But I'm talking like a technical leader type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I we get this guy in. He's a nice enough guy, but. The uh, when I when I wanted the job, my boss told me, uh, "You ever see one of those comparison, you know, things? Hey, if you get this this plan or this plan or this plan, it always says like the super duper plan has everything. Then the one below it has everything except for a few things, and then below it, yeah. he said the same thing for me. So he said, if you want to be IT director, you have to know IT director shit, IT manager shit, sysadmin shit, help desk shit. Yeah. Right? Okay." The candidates are sending you, I'm guessing, only filled the the middle column or the lower yeah. column. So I'm like, all right. So I was busting my ass trying to get to all that director shit. So he pulls me in, says, we got a guy. Let's interview him. We interview him. He seems nice enough. And I pulled the boss in after the interview, and I said, hey, you know, it, the problem is, is that he might be a great director. I said, but he doesn't have any of this under, underlying shit. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, I was thinking that too. He says, but I think we can overlook that. And I'm sitting there thinking... Oh, that's a good thing, yeah. Now. And I'm like, you motherfucker. You pulled this shit? I busted my ass for more than a year trying to get up to this level and you're pulling this shit? What the fuck, man? So, I'm like, you know what? Let's give him a shot. Fuck it. Why not, right? So, we hire him. And at first, he's okay. So, fast forward, um, we're doing... And we hire him six, eight months ago. And a couple months in, about maybe a month in, um, we're doing our yearly reviews, and it's my turn to get my yearly review, right? I'm like, okay, fine, you know, as long as it doesn't step on my toes, as long as it doesn't do, you know, any stupid corporate bullshit, we're fine. And that's one of the reasons why I liked working at my company was because we weren't corporate. There was no office space bullshit, none of that stuff. It was like, hey, you're a fucking dumbass, I don't like you, you know, great, and let's build buildings, right? So they pull me in, and they say, okay, and you got to fill out one of those self-evaluation things. And I filled one out. And one of the questions is, how do you guarantee that your, well, it's not a guarantee, but how do you make sure that your guys are being safe at a job site, right? Are they wearing their gear, you know, whatever. So, fine. We have a camera system, right? Mm-hmm. Sits on a pole way up high. I can see the whole job site, right? One day, all right, well, let's randomly pick, right? So I jump on to the camera system. I wait for my guy to get there. I'm like, yep, there he is. Oh, look, he's got his hard hat. He's got his vest. He's got his boots. Good to go. Great. I put that on there. I check the camera system. Dude's good to go. CFO says, hey, uh, what the hell is this? 
I'm like, how else would you expect me to guarantee that he's not being safe? He says, well, you could ask somebody. I says, I'm with my eyeballs. I need something to check now. You know, I got, I got things to do. He says, well, I, I wonder if we have a spying situation here. And I, I go, excuse me, what do you mean? And he says, yeah, you know, because you have access to everything, you know. And, uh, and then, of course, the new director pipes up. And he goes, do we have, like, a trust issue here? And that voice inside my head screams, fuck both of you. Mm-hmm. But then it also screams, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. Wait so, for it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I'm furious inside. Absolutely beside myself furious. Like, trust issue? Motherfucker, I have been to the owner's houses. I know their, I've met their wives, their kids. I have seen, like, accidentally, you know, you walk by and you see somebody's spreadsheet where it's got, like, everybody's salaries and shit like that. If I wanted to spy, you think I'm going to fucking admit it? No. Fuck, no, I'm not going to admit it. It's like, I don't spy on shit because it's not ethical. And you're going to pull this bullshit? You're going to treat me like this? Fuck you. But I'm like, no, no, I'll just take it to the chin. No big deal. Listening, all that kind of shit, right? So fast forward. I got one guy who works for me. His sysadmin, right? Technically, pretty solid guy. Personally, he's a fucking nightmare. Hate him. Absolutely hate him. And the reason why is because he has this snarky fucking attitude about him it's just something about you know like um you know when you when you first meet somebody you're like okay you know they, they might be smart they might know what they're talking about but just something about them is just off well i needed somebody pretty quickly and i was like well he's got all the skills we originally were gonna hire a guy uh but he turned us down and the funny thing is his name was barack and so i had all these obama jokes waiting in the wings obama jokes what about the moral combat jokes oh yeah i know something so so anyway we hire him everything is good thank you everything is good and he starts at first he's he's nice and getting along with everybody but he starts making these snarky little comments and i'm like dude you fucking knock it off right so he's getting worse and worse and worse he's a bit of a bully and i I pulled him aside i'm like dude you, you can't fucking do this right and a perfect example of this is whenever somebody whenever sub subcontractor emails us spam we block them right out of the gate and so what we'll do then is we'll get in we'll get in touch with the person after they've cleaned up we tell them hey listen we're gonna block you until you can prove you know you cleaned up so sub emails us we're clean and i go i need a phone number to talk to you right person shoots over a quick email here's a phone number i can get a hold of right i look up that phone number that phone number points to the sub great okay so that's good Call up, talk to this lady. Said, uh, hey, um, are you on her iPhone? Yep. Can I FaceTime you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm FaceTiming, right? And she looks like a, a, an AP person, right? Short little dumpy lady in her 60s. You know, her, her name's on the desk, little pictures of her grandkids. Karen's everywhere. Their heads are exploding. Totally. 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 <laughs> I can't believe that. son of that. a bitch. Yeah. And fuck you, Karen's, too. So. <laughs> all except for, all except for Daryl's Karen. All right. Yeah, I like her. So. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, we're FaceTiming. I clearly see that she is who she says she is. I go, hey, um, I'm looking in the background, literally 10 feet. I go, hey, you got, uh, that's front of your building, right? She goes, yeah. I says, can you walk out real front real quick and show me the side of the building so I know that you are who you say you are? She goes, absolutely, right? Shows it up. There's the name of the sub. She pans down. There's three trucks in a row with the name of the sub on the side of the trucks. I'm like, all right, this woman is who she says she is, right? So I... Hang up the phone. Thank you very much. We'll unblock you. Have a nice day. She's good. Not a problem. 
I tell the sysadmin, hey, dude, we're good. And he goes, how did you, how did you uh, um, uh, verify who she said she was? Tell him the whole story. He says, well, that doesn't prove that she's who she says she is. I'm like, you're kidding, right? Yeah, she's got him in the back, yeah. you know, tied up, and she's got a yeah. you know, guy with a gun on him. And Yeah, so I go, okay, so you mean to tell me that the attacker, if it's her or somebody else, broke into their email account, sent out spam, then anticipated us calling them, and she broke into the office with nobody else there and FaceTimed me in the hopes that she could fake me out. And he goes, well, I'm not saying that's what happened. but it's you about know, the only way it could happen. Yeah. He says, I'm not saying that that's what happened. He says, I'm just saying, you know, it's not 100%. And I go, that's a fucking ridiculous notion. And he goes, well, and I go, no, 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 no. I says, because at this point, he'd already been pissing me off a bunch you, of You've released, you know what? You've lost your talking privileges. Go away. Yeah. So he's basically, he, he, was, he likes to nitpick these little things. But the thing that bugs the fuck out of me about him is he'll nitpick, but he doesn't do anything about it. He'll go, hey, we need to start doing X. Great. But he won't do X. He wants you to do X. And so I go, no, this is a ridiculous fucking notion, dude. I can't believe you would even ask this thing. No, she is who she says she is, and that's it. Right? Okay, fine. Now, I'm the boss. He reports to me. That's it. He doesn't like it. He goes to new boss, director, who is now my boss. Director calls me up and says, hey, uh, we got to have a little, little sit down. Why? He says, well, he didn't like the way that he was talked to. Fuck him. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, fuck you for bringing it up. He's an ass. Right. So. Oh. Oh, yeah. I just had that. Man, I hope they make him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it gets better. It gets better. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. They deserve that. Mm -hmm. So, pulled into into a uh, Microsoft Teams meeting. We're talking. And he says, you know, we didn't verify 100%. And I tell the whole story, FaceTime and the whole nine. And boss looks at, you know, looks at me and looks at him and says, I'm satisfied that that person is who works for the sub, right? He goes, yeah, but that's not 100%. He goes, no, that's fine. And the uh, director looks at me and says, but, you know, let's, let's talk about uh, your, your inflammatory language. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, yeah, the, the use of the word ridiculous is, is inflammatory. And I'm sitting there thinking, are you out of your motherfucking mind? That's inflammatory. Yeah, that's I will give you inflammatory, bitch. Yeah. If you want inflammatory, let me show you. Let me take off my jacket and we can go. So I'm sitting there looking at him like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know, you got to be jerking me around. There's no fucking way that the use of the word, because it wasn't even the fact that it was, I said, it's a because I even told him, I says, I didn't say that he was ridiculous. I said it was a ridiculous notion. I didn't even use the word fucking. Fucking was in my head. I'm like, fuck him and fuck you. And so... I go, yeah, it's a ridiculous notion. Yeah. So he goes, well, it's inflammatory language, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is some office space bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I let it slide. Fast forward, he's still this snobby little thing, right? And, I'm and sh- now he's gotten away with something. Yeah, now he's gotten away with something. That's the thing. He likes to run off and snitch. So I'm sitting there thinking, fuck him. He's a little fucking snitch. Fuck him. So fast forward. Um, we end up, he's, we had a help desk guy that he was a piece of shit and the help, not the other help desk guy. The first help desk guy I hired, he's, he's fucking golden. Love this guy. The second help desk guy, 
he pissed that you me hired. off. That I hired. <laughs> I, I, I know. I got fucking. I go batting for the fucking thousands, you know. Wait, wait. So, who who hired the sysmit? Sysad. Yeah, I did. And the thing is, is I hired him as a fucking. See, uh, as that's a, the thing. Uh, you uh, shouldn't be hiring the people. You well, should. Well, that's the thing. You, I should be hiring people when I'm in fucking desperate need. So I um the second the, Hence the German person. brothel. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he had um uh this this guy he was skating for a long time, but I needed somebody who halfway knew what the fuck they were talking about, and he let so much shit slide that blew up in my face, and I would just let it slide, let it slide, let it slide because I needed a body, and it finally blew up until one point where I said, you know what, I got to get rid of this guy, so I fire this guy. And this admin is like, you know, you should have fired him sooner and this, that, and the other. And I'm sitting there and thinking, you know. <laughs> You're yeah. in my crosshairs, buddy. Exactly. And, I'm, and I look at him and I go, dude, I says, I make the decisions around here. Okay, I need you to understand that right out of the gate. I make the decisions around here. I keep people around. I says, part of our culture is we give everybody every opportunity to correct themselves and get going. We don't fire anybody whenever they have a screw-up, okay? And he goes, yeah. And I says, and secondly, we got to talk about respect here. You know, you got to treat your co- your uh, your coworkers with a little bit of respect. Okay, fine. So he huffs off, right? So about that, now the 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 ridiculous part probably happened around I'd say about November, and this is when I was telling you about all the nifty bullshit. So I go on well, vacation. I know all. I yeah. I know everything about this story yeah. so far. This so, is for everybody else. Uh-huh. So fast forward to December. I take my time off for vacation. Great. January rolls around. January rolls around, and I am just fuming pissed because I'm like, God, I gotta go back to fucking work. I gotta work with these fucking people, blah, 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 blah. And this admin is starting to like bark orders at people. And I'm like, dude, nobody reports to you. You gotta fucking back off here. So, director and, and, uh, um, admin get into it and it's fucking hilarious because I'm like you're you're pissing off the boss's boss I, I, w- I would uh, ask the the director guy mm-hmm. well w- what inflamed him did you use the word ridiculous yeah did you use the word ridiculous <laughs> so he um I warned him yeah. you warned him you insensitive prick <laughs> so I had conversations with director and I let my feelings know, and I'm like, I think we should fucking fire him. You know, that's just that's just my two cents, right? I think we should just fucking fire him, right? Because it's not that his skill level isn't there, because it is, but he is such a pain in the ass. He has a shitty reputation. Nobody likes him. So it's like, dude. It's, it's like a cancer rid- in your company. Exactly. So director listens to me, and I said, this is my recommendation, blah, blah, blah. So fast forward, um, we're talking, I'm talking with director. And director puts in this thing on me called DevOps. Now, DevOps is a way of tracking and estimating your work in the IT world, but it's almost exclusively for developers, at least in my experience, right? I'm not a developer. I'm not developing any applications, none of that. So director pulls me aside, says, I want you to get into DevOps, blah, 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 so you can plan your work. And I'm like, I am up to my eyeballs and bullshit already. And you want me to fucking sit down and learn something new. And he starts talking about story points and sprints. And Fork knows all this stuff. And Fork even told me. Because I called him. I said, dude, I'm not getting the fucking concept here, right? He says, dude, it takes forever to figure this out. It's a giant pain in the ass. It's necessary in the development world. He says, I'm not sure why you're seeing it in infrastructure and operations. 
I go, yeah, this is ridiculous. So I pulled director aside. I said, dude, I'm not getting the concept. I mean, I got most of it. I said, but the story points and all this shit for estimating, I'm just not getting. And he goes, well, you know, I, uh, I got, um, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't set it up in my previous company. So somebody else did that for me. So you know, I just need to just figure it out. And I'm sitting there thinking, whoa, 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 you're putting that shit on me, and you want me to figure it out? No. If you, if you want me to do something, you have to be the fucking expert at it. You got to be the one that says, "Hey, man, this is you know hey, something you need." This is outside of my scope. Yeah, you're my boss. You want it done? Yeah, tell me how to do it. How do you want it done? Yeah, give me training. Give me a, a consultant. And that's give what me it somebody. comes down to. Right. And the fact that he put something on me that he was not an expert in just fucking infuriated me. And then he'd make these snotty little comments, you know, just like uh, Sisabin did. He'd make these comments like, uh, "I would be like working like crazy. I'd get something." And, like, an email come in and say, hey, can you take care of these three things and this fourth thing, right? I get rid of the, these three things. And then the fourth thing would roll around, and I go, oh, fuck, I missed it. And he'd go, you know, you really need to start paying attention to this stuff. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. So My boss did that recently. <clears throat> that was my response, too. Yeah. So where it came to a head was he says, you know, you really seem to have problems managing people. And I says, no, I disagree. I don't have problems managing people. What I have a problem with is I got somebody that I want to fire. You won't let me. I have somebody who's uh, who I did fire. And here's the other thing. In my my uh, yearly evaluation, yeah. I got dinged for not firing the health desk guy sooner. And so I said, all right, you want this whole managerial courage shit. This guy right here, says admin, he's a pain in the ass. Nobody likes him. He needs to fucking go. Basically, I'm going to the boss to ask for permission to have him whacked. So, <laughs> whack a guy, whack off a guy. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we're. Uh, I said this is this is the whole situation. I don't have a problem with dealing with people. I said, but I'm dealing with technical issues and people issues, and I need you to back me on a lot of these things. And a lot of things you aren't backing me on, like this whole use of the word ridiculous. We work for a fucking construction company. Well, that was done to make you look bad in right. front of his boss uh -huh. and, and then, make him look good like yeah. he's he knows what he's doing. And here's the other thing. Sysadmin likes to throw me under the bus any chance he can. And the funny thing is he actually had something blow up in his face that I had zero to do with. And he tried to say, well, you know, it's because of X, and I'll get to that in a second. And I go, that has nothing to do with me. Fuck you. You can take your lumps just like anybody else, you know, because he was like, well, I was distracted because of this. Da, da, da. So fast forward. At this point, I am just done with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not stressing myself out. I had dropped a ton of weight because of job stress, all that kind of shit. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Well, you, you, know? you could stand it. You need more job stress, actually. Yeah, I need right a little now. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. A little so, bit? Really? Yeah, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, you you, you sit there lighting me? me? Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Cletus. You're going to walk over, but you're going to limp back. So... At this point, the saving graces was I was always getting promoted, and I was always getting raises, and I was always getting uh, bonuses, yep. nice big fat bonuses. So last year's bonus was 3%, and I'm like, that's kind of low. But I'm like, okay, you know, I, I've been getting, you know, a decent amount of chunk, and uh, they they were doing the move at that point. They were kind of ramping up. They were like, hey, we've already spent a million and a half bucks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Okay, fine, whatever. Then this year's came around, and it was another 3%. And I'm like, wait a fucking minute. So then my bonus came. And my bonus came, and it was about 50% less, if my math is right. So I'm like, okay, something is fucking wrong. I mean, between the boss 
chewing my ass over really dumb shit. And, he, and it wasn't just those. There was a bunch of other like little things like, hey, you need to do X, you know, and then all these little snotty little fucking comments. The sysadmin who's, I just want to punch in the fucking mouth. You know, people breathing down my neck about other shit. It, was, it wasn't any one thing, but it was just like this ding, this ding, this ding, this ding. So finally I was like, forget it. So early February, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to find another job. It can't be that hard. Now, I've been doing IT for, fuck, almost 30 years now. You know, back when I had hair and hopes and dreams, you know? Yeah, I remember yeah. when you had most of those. Yeah, yeah, I got three now. <laughs> so, um, so we had, um, uh, I decided to look and got an interview. And got an interview um, in, uh, I, I, I want to say like a week after I applied. Like, and the funny part was... <laughs> <laughs> why why did they contact you so they contacted me because i had a lot of experience and was all this other stuff and what, it was, what was, platform were you required to show up so, on so i they needed me to do uh office 365 which i had they needed me to do uh windows and a few other things but i go through a four-hour interview all day long and i get all the way to the end this chief operations officer, they said, how much money do you want? I'm like, I want 130000 a year, no problem. It's literally 15 minutes from the house. Everything is great about this company. Get to the final one, right? I'm just about ready to, to sign off and say, hey, thanks, you know, go to the next step, right? I've interviewed probably with about eight people, you know, different teams and all that yep. shit. Chief operations officer says, hey, do you have any experience taking a company, uh, a private company, to an IPO, you know, with all the compliance stuff. And I go, oh, no, I've dealt with only uh, private companies, you know, nothing to go to public. And he goes, oh, yeah, we kind of need that, and that's kind of a deal breaker for me. And I'm sitting there thinking, hold well, on a minute. That should be one of the first questions. Yeah. Why was that not on the fucking job description? You know, it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? I would save myself four hours of headache, all this other bullshit, blah, 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 you know, but you, you pull this shit. So I'm like, all right, fine, no big deal. So then the second one, I, I apply, and sure as shit, um, I, get a, I get a thing back really quickly. Then I apply for another one, and we're talking about this is both within like a couple of days. So I start having these quick phone interviews, right? HR person, hey, let's talk, blah, blah, blah. And I go through both of them at the same time. Now, here's where it gets funny. Twice, my boss, because I work from home, my boss says, uh, hey, give me a call. I need to talk to you. It's super important. I'm in the middle of an interview. I'm working from home, yep. but, you know, he's buzzing me on Teams like, hey, I need to talk to you right now, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so, <laughs> like, shit, I'm, like, hurrying through the interview process, you know, like, hey, do you have any questions? No, 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 we're good, we're good. Then I go and I talk to the boss. They fired the HR manager, which that's another side story for another day. But, and that's what he wanted to talk to me. That was super important because he goes, I need to talk to you. It's super important. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, how did he find out? Talk to the director. Yeah. So, no, that was the director. The director wanted to talk to me. Oh, well, screw the director. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right, no big deal. So, I go through the interview process. And last Friday, I get um, phone calls from both companies. Hey, you want a job? Great. 
us. I've never been in a position where I got to choose between jobs, right? First job, um, paid a little, little, both jobs paid more than what I make now. First job paid slightly more than what I make now um, and had a chance for a 10% bonus, right? But I would be working for another IT director. I'd be traveling a little bit. It wasn't an, an ideal one. It wasn't like, a, oh, this is clearly the job to go for. So the second uh, place base salary was way more than what I make now. And it's more than what I make now, including bonuses and all that shit. Perfect. This is the one. So I tell the place, I accept your offer. Thanks. No problem. Fast forward to Monday. Mm-hmm. I love Monday. I love Mondays. No, so no, no. Quit. Just so this I, Monday. Yeah, yeah. Just this particular one. Yeah. So I quit my job. So Wait, wait, wait. What happened before you quit your job? Which part? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So one of the reasons why I held off on announcing was I worked my ass off last year. And we get yearly bonuses. You earned that bonus, didn't I you? I earned that bonus. But I ain't saying shit until that bonus has cleared my fucking checking account. <laughs> How many minutes after the bonus did you give your notice? So I literally got up, went to my office, logged in. Um, it was about 8 a.m., looked at my bank account, saw that um, the, the money had cleared, called up the HR lady at the new company and said, we're good to go, right? Yep, why? About to put in my resignation. Cool. So hang up, and all of a sudden, Microsoft started having this issue. Microsoft has a thing called Azure Active Directory. It does your uh, credentials for basically everything, and it went down, had major problems all blocked. Okay, so we're troubleshooting all that. We get it all figured out. It's a Microsoft problem. Nothing you can do but wait. So I called the boss on his cell phone. I said, hey, man, uh, FYI, uh, I am, uh, I'm uh, calling you to tell you that Microsoft is having an issue. He goes, cool, cool. I says, you know, because I can't buzz your old teams. He's like, all right, cool. I says, and I'm putting in my resignation. My last day is 26. And he goes, hey, what? I go, yeah, my last day is 26. Why? why? And I go, come on, dude, what do you mean, why? He's like, yeah, why? I go, dude, the, the job stress through the fucking roof. All the things have been going on. I says, I've gotten into it twice where I've had a, I've had a meeting with you and sysadmin. I've had my, um, I've had my, my, my yearly review, which was this whole, oh, you're, you're looking at people on the camera. I said, I've had, you know, I've struggled with this DevOps crap. It's not a surprise. It can't be a surprise. Stevie Wonder could fucking see this shit coming, right? You treat me like shit, I'm going to leave. Yeah, exactly. You show me loyalty like you did before you had yep. me hire the IT director. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You got, yep. a, you got a stellar performance. So, now here's where it gets fun. So, as soon as I hang up the phone, and he took it well, to be fair. He goes, okay, well, I understand, I understand. And it's like, all right, well, let's work out a transition period, knowledge transfer, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Hang up the phone. Felt the weight come right off me. I'm like, okay, this I is I love great. when that happens oh, when you totally, quit a job. Oh, totally, totally. So I'm expecting a call from CFO. Like, like I expect director to run the CFO go, hey, one of our longest-term employees who everybody knows and loves is leaving. I expected that. No. I didn't hear from him until Wednesday. And it was after a, a meeting, and I'm like, you waited two and a half fucking days to tell people? What the fuck, dude? So, anyway. Hoping you change your mind. Yeah, uh, not happening. Because here's the other thing. If, if anybody listening has ever done this, your boss, if you ever catch your boss flat-footed on something like this, they will, they'll do anything to keep you if they need you. If they need you, they'll go, hey, is it a money thing? I'll give you ten grand. 
Is it a, a title thing? I'll change it. If there's a, and then what they'll do is six months down the line, they will fire your ass. What mm-hmm. they're going to do is they're going to plug that hole and they're going to yep. fire yep. your ass. They plug that hole and yep. then they get, get over that stop gap and then they, yep. they let you go. Don't ever accept anything else. So I tell director, this is what's going on. This is my last day. Okay. And I'm being friendly about it, but I'm like, listen, dude, you, you had to fucking see this coming, right? So he goes, okay, cool. So then, uh, fast forward, um, I'm waiting for him to send out the announcement. And he doesn't send out the announcement on Monday. Tuesday rolls around. I'm waiting for the announcement. No fucking announcement. Wednesday finally rolls around. He sends out the announcement. I got 30 emails and 10 phone calls within about five minutes. Dude, what the fuck? Where are you going? What the hell? You know, you can't leave us. Dude, what, who's going to fucking take care of our IT? Not my problem, dude. Fucking call somebody else, you know? <laughs> And to be IT fair, director. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fucking deal with it, right? So, one of my listeners is actually a person, a third-party person, and I won't mention his. I, I love it when you say name. one of your listeners. Yeah. Like, he's got more than two. I got, like, four. <laughs> one of my listeners knows most of this story. I don't know if he knows all the details, but one of my listeners knows this story. And uh, he, uh, I've been trying to get him on as a guest, but... Uh, he hasn't been coming on, so and yeah, I he doesn't want to ruin his life. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he's got a you know wife and a family and a life or anything like that, you know. But um, so, anyways, I tell the rest of the IT staff, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, 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 oh fuck, and because I was quite literally carrying most of the IT weight, you know. Anybody had anything? I had all the knowledge in my head. I knew all of our systems. I knew all the little, you know, tweaks and bullshit and all that. So I'm like, all right, cool, no big deal. Well, where it got funny was the thing that sysadmin had to deal with, he's dealing with pushing out this software. Software um, gives you like a little introductory email. Hey, welcome to the software, blah, blah, yep. blah. Well, he screwed up and sent out, uh, the system sent out two emails, right? And he didn't tell anybody. So it wasn't like mass announced or anything like that. So one of the owners of the company sends an email, sends one of those emails over to a director and goes, what the fuck is this? Is this, this looks like spam. Is this spam? And so shit rolls downhill to sysadmin. Goes, hey, why'd he get two emails? And he goes, well, you know, I was distracted from, you know, Billy leaving and, you know, this other thing we're working on. I'm like, no, 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 no. You chew our asses whenever you get a chance and say, well, you know, you should have been paying more attention. And no, 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 no. Guess what? This is part of your exactly. job. Exactly. It's like, you got to pay attention. So fuck you. So he, uh, so it blew up in his face, and I just giggled quietly. And then I got a uh, couple of people who called me up, and this was, was kind of eye-opening. A couple of people called me up and said, hey, you know, what's going on? Why are you leaving? I tell them, you know, I, I keep things vague, you know, because I don't want them to burn bridges or anything like that. And I says, listen, job stress, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I said, they said, yeah, we, we know where you're coming from. We kind of feel the same thing. And I go, what do you mean? And they says, we're, we're thinking about leaving too. I'm like, are you shitting yeah. me? I ain't going to say nothing. Exactly. I'm like, hey, that ain't my business. I ain't need to say nothing. Let me know, so, though. Oh, totally. So, um, so yeah, there's, I, I would say that probably out of the 30 people that called me, I'd say about six or seven said, yeah, I've had thoughts. So I'm like, huh, okay. And I've told people and I've warned them. I'm like, listen, we were a plucky little construction company for a long time. And everybody knew everybody. Everybody was cool. You know, everybody was nice. You know, the owner, and the, the owner, I still love him. He's a super nice guy. Always, you know, willing to, to listen and, you know, hand a couple of bucks to you, blah, blah, blah. And 
but we're slowly turning into office space. Like you walk down the hallway and you're like, oh no, I've seen this movie. This is bullshit. Have you seen my stapler? Yeah. <laughs> so we, um, so now, not this week, but next week, or this coming week is my last week. And I basically just kind of washed my hands. I'm like, listen, I'll give you anything that you ask me. You know, I'm more than happy to help you. Don't do anything extra. Screw them. Uh, Exactly. I'm not doing anything extra. You know, if you ask me of something, I will. Uh, But once Friday comes, you're done. You know, I'm not going to help you out in any way, you know, unless you pay me. In fact, I've already had that conversation with director. And he says, well, you know, we got to make sure we get you paid, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes, you will. Because you're required by law, Jackass. Exactly. You know, if it was a two-second question and everybody was walking away from the table fat and happy, great, no big deal, you know. Hey, you know, this other job came along, pays me another 50 grand a year, you know, you guys are great, love you, bye. Great, but it's just Don't not lie to them. No, 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 I'm saying if it's a different scenario. Oh, like if oh, it was, okay, yeah, yeah okay. They, they were super cool and all that stuff, but hey, I got this job opportunity that came up. Yeah, you know, fine, I'll help you out, but no. Especially sysadmin, he's going to fucking burn. You stab me in the back? Exactly. Fuck you people. Exactly. This admin is in for a rude awakening because he's got all these little things that I know damn good well he's going to try and throw me under the bus for. And I've already told the director, I'm like, listen, I have spent the better part of a year and a half now getting him up to speed with everything, giving him everything he needs. And all he needs is a couple of logins and some other miscellaneous points of contact. So this ain't on me anymore. Yep, yep, totally understand, totally get where you're coming from. You, you don't get it, especially in construction. Mm-hmm. This is actually the adage. When someone's going out the door, mm-hmm. you just confirm with them. You do know we're going to blame everything on you, right? Yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what we do. Uh, we, we had an operator. Uh, we had one of our mini, uh, our, our mini traco come the job site. We're looking at it, and one of the forks on the thumb bent. Mm. And this this stuff is half inch thick steel. It's it's that little machine doesn't have enough strength to bend it sideways like that. We're looking at it like. How the hell did somebody bend that? And it, it goes up to the owner's house for mm-hmm. the weekend. I think the owner did it and doesn't want to admit he did something not. stupid. But uh, so we're looking at the job site and I go, oh, must have been Steve. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the other, I won't tell you his last name, but it right. was Steve. It's like, it must have been Steve. And my new, my new, well, new, he's been with us for over a year. My new operator's like, yep, yep, that was Steve. And it's, so, so first thing I do is I text Steve, hey, we're blaming you for this, and I took a picture. Click, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. But that—that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Is you have to blame the guy that left, so yep. that that helps the crew you left behind. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, the big one is he's always tried to throw me under the bus. Well, no, he's no a piece what. of shit. Fuck him. Oh yeah, fuck him exactly. But he's um, he's always tried to blame me for shit, including things that were clearly not his fault. The thing that 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 I find absolutely hilarious though is. If there was one thing, the first time he and I got into it, um, I said, you knew about something. Like, we're all in group chat. And he, I go, he goes, I had no idea. And I says, yeah, you did. I, I, I sent an email. He says, no, I didn't. I says, yes, you did. I know you did. For an absolute fact, you did. And rather than just going, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Fuck. Okay. Like, at that point, it would have been a non, non-issue. He's like, right? prove it. Like, yeah. I've got a, I got right here, it says you looked at the yeah. email. Yeah. So boss me and him get in there and he goes well, i don't like being questioned in front of everybody blah blah and i go i have the fucking email dude and then of course the director goes well you know we shouldn't be so confrontational and i don't go no 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 listen no, no, here no, no. hippie you can shut your damn exactly. cake hole it's like how about you shut your fucking mouth here because 
I am getting sick and tired of him saying, no, you didn't. And he's trying to throw me under the fucking bus saying, oh, I wasn't aware when he was fucking aware. And rather than saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we should take a, this thing side, you know, on a sidebar or some shit like that. But he fucking knew. So don't give me this bullshit about how, oh, well, you know, we got to be non-confrontational. He, he, he wants to come off as someone who's competent, but he's, his right. incompetence or his, uh, it's probably just his inattention to detail. Mm-hmm. And he tries to cover it up and he thinks he mm-hmm. gets away with it. Yeah. But there are people who can spot that. Uh-huh. Your IT director guy apparently is not one of them. Yeah. Well, the thing that, that I think is absolutely hilarious is I have it on good authority that the owners, uh, well, maybe not necessarily the owners, but very, very high up people do not like him and smell bullshit. And so whenever you know they go, hey, I have a problem. They call up. They call up IT, and we send them down. Hey, why don't you? And they'll and every without question, every one of them goes, oh, "Fuck, he's here. God damn it! All right, fine. Should have called Billy." Mm-hmm. It's like can't help. Should have, would have, could have. Billy's gone now. Yep, exactly. So I'm like, no, I'm fucking gone. And a lot of people are now figuring out, oh shit, you know, there's a lot of things that Billy was running that we don't have a clue how it works. And I'm like, guys, I fucking told you this a bunch of times. Like, we have this thing called a free NAS box, and it's great. You toss a bunch of drives in it, and it works as a giant storage uh, array. And I've told him multiple times, this is how it works, this is what it does, da 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 Here you go, here are the keys. And sure as shit, I go in there, and he goes, well, I'm not sure how this works. Yes, you are. You have to know how it works. No, I'm not. Really, let me show you. I remote in. There's your account, dude, that we set up. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. How else would I have created your account if you didn't fucking know about it? Don't give me this bullshit. So... I told him early on, and I showed him the email. I said, make sure you set up this up because you can, FreeNAS has it built in so that it'll take all the data that's on the box and shove it up to Microsoft or Amazon AWS or wherever you want. So in case the, there's a problem with it. And I said, make sure you set that up. And I have an email that says, make sure you set that up. And I jump on, I see, I'm looking for the cloud task. No cloud task. He goes, oh, I don't know what's going on. He says, it must have been before my time. No, it isn't. Here's the email. I didn't get that email. Don't give me that bullshit, dude. That, that is the stupidest cop-out for someone who uh-huh. works in IT. Uh-huh. I, I didn't get the email. Yeah, bullshit. You, you sound like a secretary, jackass. Yeah. And come to find out, um, every now and then, he'll sh- he'll share a screen. You know, hey, I'm working on this, this, and this. He'll share a screen. Well, when he shares a screen, you can see his Outlook, right? If you go look in his Outlook, in his inbox, uh, he'll have thousands of unread emails. And I'm like, well, I can't fucking help you, dude. I can't fucking, you know, all these, like, subfolders and things like that thousands of unread emails and he's, I'm like, he's probably got on his his uh, web browser he's got 30 tabs open oh yeah 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 every IT guy's like that though but still sudoku them. porn sudoku porn what the hell was that yeah yeah uh, <laughs> soap net. <laughs> you're gonna have to tell that one I but, think I have but go ahead but uh, I, I wanted to point out the similarities between uh, if a company is willing to show you. You you're talking about if they try to keep you, mm-hmm. you know, you give two weeks notice and they're like, we, we really want to keep you. What can we right, do? Right, right. Um, I was working for a shop, mm-hmm. good shop. They they're a good shop. Mm-hmm. Their equipment was shit. Right, fair enough. Uh, they do they didn't spend enough on their equipment. Now, granted, the vehicles because we were working at the airport mm-hmm. did not have to go on the regular road. So the fact that it wasn't street legal mm-hmm, was was a minor issue. It just had to have a revolving light for and placards on the side to go on the airport. So right. good enough. Okay. But uh, 
Yeah, you had no turn signals, headlights, defrost, wipers. It's all luxury items. What do you need? Uh, all the seatbelts. Seatbelts? Pussy. We had a guy who hated having to fill it up because you have to drive it off site to fill it up. Right. And it's it's a couple miles away to, to the uh, fuel okay. car place. Yeah, yeah. And so it's one of those, uh, I don't want to get pulled over. You know, I'm new to this country. He's, yeah. he's, <laughs> oh, we got a foreigner. No, he, he's a legal citizen. Right, right. But still, but, doesn't matter. One of my favorite guys to work with. Uh, right. We we had to lay him off because we didn't have enough work to keep him right. over a, a period of time. Keep going, I gotta and, pee. And uh, we go to hire him back, and they, uh, our hall has this rule: you can hire someone back if it's within ninety days. If not, you, have, if you want to get a specific person, you have to do what's called a foreman call by name. And so we opted to do foreman call by name. And uh, my, my boss said, well, my, the, the headquarters up north in Seattle is not going to go for that. They're not going to go for two foremen on the job with him and my boss's superintendent. I said, well, here's the deal. I'm willing to go down to his journeyman wages if we can get him back. And he's, you know, he's close to retirement. We'll give him foreman scale. I'll still be the one running the work. I'll do all the foreman stuff and he just gets the foreman's pay. And so my boss said, you're good with that? I'm good with that. So we called him up, said, hey, we're going to do this. We want to get you back. Are you in? And he said, yeah, I'll come back to work with you guys. That sounds fun. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a foreman call by name so we can get you out of the hall. And he says, nope, can't do it. What do you mean can't do it? It's a foreman call by name. You're going to get a five-hour race. Nope, nope, nope. Assholes, foreman. Assholes okay with this. Asshole wants you to get the foreman's pay. Nope, nope, nope. Asshole's foreman. Asshole's still going to be the foreman. You're just going to get the foreman paid. Nope, I won't do it. Uh, that, that's some loyalty. You just can't buy that kind of loyalty. That was awesome. Unfortunately, that loyalty pissed me off a little bit because he ultimately he wouldn't take the call because he did. He was too loyal, which is irritating. <coughs> then, uh, but the, that, that was a side shoot. I was going to point out right. that when I... Uh, a buddy of mine, he's got a... So I was doing an air, airport work at the time. Right. A buddy of mine wanted to do some traffic signal work for him. Okay. And that's another one of my specialties is traffic signals. Right. So I I told... Uh, he's like, he's in dire straits. He's got like 10 jobs and he's only got one guy working for him and he needs some help. And one of the jobs is like $500,000. Right. There's another one right after it that's uh, 400000 He needs someone to take those two jobs. Mm -hmm. And him and this other guy can do all the other ones down south. It's like, okay, I can do that. So he needs someone who can hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. I've run signal work, run it many years. I'm good at that. So, all right, let me uh, tell the boss I'm working for at the airport that I'll have to give two weeks notice. Right. And this irritated me because mm -hmm. I have a specialized skill set in two areas. One is airports. I know how to work airfield lighting. Right. Uh, I've put in runways, taxiways, I've changed everything. I, I, PDX, I changed everything on the airfield. My crew and I, we did, uh, changed everything to LED out there. Mm -hmm. But uh, also in traffic signals, I've got over 10 years of traffic signal experience, running work, and it's, it's they're both specialized fields in the electrical industry. And if you know one or the other, you're, you're, one, you're one of about 5% of the people at the hall. Right. Knowing both puts me at about 1%. So it's it's uh, it's a very specialized niche. If someone wants that person, I'm the one they want. Right. 
unless that's exactly what they want, they don't want me. So. <laughs> but so the one place, uh, because of the fiscal year starting, this is the beginning of December. My buddies call me and the other place I'd already set it up. They didn't have any workforce until January at the airport. But I said, look, if we go to the hall, you may not get all of us back. And they, they like, you know, so, so I talked him into paying myself, a, my journeyman, and the apprentice that I still had left mm -hmm. because of all the time it takes to train someone to do that kind of work. Mm -hmm. They were going to get paid for the full month of December. We're going to get 40 hours a week. Nice. And, you know, just, just they're just going to pay us so they can keep us around because it's cheaper than training. And we're already sure. up to speed and rolling. And so anybody we bring in, we've got someone we can put with them to help train them. Right. Well, I, I worked that out, and then I gave two weeks' notice <laughs> because my buddy needed help. Yep. Now, at the time I'm given this notice, uh, my bonus was, you know, I was due a bonus. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd gotten a bonus previous year. I was going to get a bonus this year. I was like, ah, oh, great. So in addition to a month's pay, mm -hmm. I'm giving up a bonus at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. So to go help my buddy out, I, I think I gave up a, between four and $6,000. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money to just throw away. Yes, it is. At Christmas time. Mm-hmm. To go help a friend. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, you know, I told my friend I'd give him a hand. Mm -hmm. if, if he needs it, he calls me up. He's desperate. All right, I'll come give you a hand. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd gotten friendly with the superintendent at the place I was at. and He, he, he understood. He knows what type of person I am. And Right. When he told uh, the vice president of the company, he said, yeah, we're not going to be able to keep uh, asshole. And he goes, what do you mean we're not going to be able to keep asshole? They like, well, his his friend called and he, he has some work he needs done. He, it's specialized. He needs some help. And he says, well, tell him we'll give him a company truck. That's not, that's not going to work with him. We'll give him more money. Tell him we'll double his wage. We'll give him more money. That's not going to work with this guy. Mm -hmm. That's not how he works. Mm -hmm. he, if he says he's going to do something, mm -hmm. he does it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, they, they were willing. They, they wanted me to go. They wouldn't have fired me mm -hmm. a month later right. or six months later because it's specialized. Right. But it was, it was just he didn't want me for any other reason other than I knew what I knew. Mm -hmm. I'd met that guy before. He didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came to town when there was a big buffet being hosted by the air, the, the the airport for all of us doing the airfield lighting. We'd met a bunch of goals, and he's he's shaking hands with everybody, and everybody on our on my crew got up and was so excited to meet him. Shook his hand, he comes over to me to meet me. I reached out my hand, but I didn't get up. Mm -hmm. He didn't know that my knee hurt. Mm -hmm. I knew that my knee hurt. So mm -hmm. if you don't like it, screw you. Exactly. I'm gonna sit here. Oh, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm your foreman out here. But, uh, yeah, so he, he didn't care a flying fig for me, mm -hmm. but he needed me. Mm -hmm. And that whole stopgap thing, he was willing to pay for it. Yeah, it's when you have a very specialized set of skills, Yeah, there's a lot of rules yeah. that don't apply. <laughs> I will find you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I, I like about... Uh, um, you know, just in my line of work, because I can literally work for any company that can afford me. Um, in fact, uh, my, my favorite, reminds me of this favorite story I had. So we've got a guy, very high-end guy. He's a head, He's the head of all the superintendents and the owner. 
And so the owner of the company at the time, we were small enough that the controller who I used to report to quit. And he said, you just report to me. All right, fine. So I'm reporting to the, uh, the owner, right? Everything's going swimmingly. He does my yearly review. Says, hey, uh, you're great. You're, you know, everything is swimmingly, you know, blah, blah. Is there anything, questions, issues, anything on your plate? And I go, yeah. And I grab, I, I was wearing a polo shirt. And I says, you see a shirt? And he goes, he goes, yeah. And I go, I fucking hate this shirt. And he goes, I'll buy you a new shirt. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I go, no, no. I said, dude, I'm crawling under desks. I'm dealing with shit. I fucking hate dress clothes. I hate them. I says, as soon as I get home, it's like, get this shit off of me. It's, it's, I hate it. And he goes, oh, you want to wear fucking clothes? Yeah, or regular street clothes? Yeah, as long as it doesn't have like a logo on or anything like that. Yeah, no big deal, right? <laughs> Metallica. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. So. Or, or you. Yeah. My little pony, my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> so. He said wearing, he loved me. I'm wearing, uh, you know, jeans, plain shirt, no big deal. So, owner comes down to my office, which was downstairs at the time, and the head of the superintendents comes down, and we're working on a minor problem, right? Fix it all up, and we're heading upstairs to, uh, um, I was going to grab a drink, and they were going to go on their way. Super, uh, head of superintendents looks at me, looks at the owner, and goes, hey, hey, uh, check out uh, check out Billy here. And he grabbed a hold of his, of his own collar, and we're like, hey, look at this. Like, you know, hey, he's not wearing a dress shirt. And owner looks at him, looks at me, and goes, he's fine. <laughs> the uh yeah okay so on, on to the how the owners treat people mm -hmm. uh the owners he likes you mm -hmm. but he will always be looking out for himself and his company first i would expect nothing less yeah now i've told you the the owner of the company i work for now he's a friend of mine right and i've even the other guys, when they heard what I'm about to tell you, were like, what the fuck is that shit? Mm -hmm. How dare he? He's like, well, no, you got to see it from his point of view. I agree with you on the how dare he, mm -hmm. especially because he's one of my friends. Right. I consider him a friend, and right. he's treating me like that. He's treating me where, you know what? Fuck you, I might leave. Mm -hmm. You And is it? I was recently trying to get a job mm -hmm. at a state agency around here. Mm -hmm. And mentioned, I told my boss ahead of time, because he's a friend, I let him know, I was like, hey, you know, this is that job. When I came to work for you, I told you, yep. I'm not going to just go around looking for jobs all the time, but if this dream job rolls around, yep. I'm going to apply for it. And if they offer it to me, I will take it. Yep. That's your warning. So I gave him a heads up. I was like, hey, uh, they're, uh, they're, they've got applications. I'm putting in my application. And uh, I was like, okay, well, good, good luck. And, right. So I told some of the guys at work where we're standing, they're like, yeah, I'm working on my application. I'm putting it in. They're like, well, you, you, you might leave? Yeah. Well, yeah, if they make an offer, then I'll be leaving it. Too. We can't do this without you. We need you. Like, ah, you'll be fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just telling them that. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine because I won't care. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I leave and I clock out, you're yeah. not my problem. Yeah, if I've got my dream job, and it is my dream job, and I recently found out, it is about a half mile that way. Ah, oh, I know exactly where it's at. <laughs> yep. Right. Just as you just before, just yep. crest that hill. Oh. Yeah. That's it's like oh, you that's can't, bullshit. You can't. If I could land You'll that put job, like eighty miles on your car a year. I, I, I might even have to bicycle once or twice. But oh. it's one of those. Uh, if I got that job, you. <laughs> I've worked. Like you got a DUI. I've worked for some <laughs> shitty contractors before. Yep. 
I worked for one that did not require you to wear gloves for safety because our hall requires you to supply the safety gear if you require it. So as far as right. they're concerned, I, I told them, hey, my gloves wore out. They go, well, go buy yourself a new pair of gloves. I don't care. Ugh. They didn't require anything because they'd have to reimburse you for it. Yes, they would. They were required to reply, supply you with your first hard hat and vest. After that, if you lose them, it's on you. Ugh. If they wear out, it's on you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that shop's no longer in business. That was no. I can tell. I got some stories for that one another yeah. day. But uh, so the last time you and I talked, right? I had a two thousand pound pole mm-hmm. roll onto my foot. And if I'd have remained standing, it would have broken my ankle. Right. This is two weeks later, to the day. Mm -hmm. I'm on the job site, Mm -hmm. different job site. I've got, we've got the lane closed down. Mm -hmm. There's a couple trucks in the lane behind me. Right. So, you know, I'm protected. I'm at the back of my work truck. Mm -hmm. I'm on the side closest to traffic, but I am two foot inside the cones at my tailgate working on. Right. Working on my, my, my job. All of a sudden, I hear honk, screech, and crash, and I look to my left, and there's two cars coming right at me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those that don't know, I'm, I'm uh, five foot eight and about two seventy. <laughs> you got a lot of people like that, huh? <laughs> two seventy-two. All right. <laughs> so I managed to go. In, in in a space that I don't know how it happened, all of a sudden I'm on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. which is a good eight feet away. Mm-hmm. I made an eight-foot horizontal leap mm-hmm. in a split second, and I saw them go near my truck. They veered at the last second. They came within three inches of my truck. Mm-hmm. I step off the curb, go look to see if there's... Nope, they managed to miss it, and they're up there at the intersection exchanging info. They like, okay, well, that was close. So I start walking back over to the sidewalk to mm-hmm. go up and check out how my operator's doing. I stepped onto the curb, and that uh, between the leap and that stepping onto the curb aggravated my uh, injury enough that I was like, okay, I'm not standing on this foot today. Mm-hmm. So once again, I'm back to a pirate. I'm using a shovel as a staff, and you hear <laughs> step, clink, step, clink. <laughs> so get that done for the day. Yeah, I'm driving home. Just as I drive off the job site, within uh, I I left about two minutes before the operator. I helped him load up the machine. We strapped it down. I took my Carhartts off, took off. He was messing with his phone, and so he took an extra couple minutes. And apparently, as he drove off the job site, the owner of the company drove onto the job site. Mm-hmm. He's just checking things out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, that's interesting. So he gives me a call on the phone. He goes, hey, so how are things going? Oh, well, let me tell you, as I'm cringing in pain trying to drive home mm-hmm. so I can put my foot on ice, and let me tell you what happened. And he's like, I, this is what happened. I aggravated that injury, and it's 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 uh, not feeling good. I'm going to have to have my foot up in the air all weekend, as you can see. <laughs> I've, had, I've been sitting here this whole time with my crutch. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm doing my little Tiny Tim impression. Mm-hmm. The irony of the size is hilarious. But, mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> I'm talking to him on the phone, and he starts to get this irritated, annoyed tone. Like, yeah, well, it could be anything. You could have plantar fasciitis or, or, or something else. It's probably not even that injury anymore. 
what the hell are you talking about? No, it's not no plantar. I've never had plantar fasciitis. Oh, I've had it. it, it it's brutally painful. That's probably what it is. He's got no, it's not. Issues. No, it's or, not. Or well, here's the thing. Issues, yeah. He's he's a small shop. Uh-huh. We've got four guys. Uh-huh. If And this is the stupid way the insurance company works it. If you've got 100 guys and 10 get injured, right. your safety record is 10%. But if you've only got four guys, one guy gets injured, your safety record is 25%. Now, even if it's a freak accident, there's no way it should have happened, but it did, that counts against you for bidding jobs. So even though you've got your company that allowed 10 people to get injured, Mm -hmm. you've got a good safety record. That's right. But if one of your guys has a freak accident at a smaller shop, you're punished. Nothing you can do. And you can't bid, as you you know, with the construction industry, you Mm -hmm. can't bid jobs if your safety record is above a certain percentage. That's right. So I told my boss, he's like, you know, I still haven't had an x-ray since it happened two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, As far as I'm concerned, I believe it's just soft tissue injury. Mm -hmm. And it's been healing like soft tissue injury. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, this happened, and I told him, look, I'll give it another couple of weeks, but if something happens again, I'm going to have to have an x-ray or an MRI. Like, well, 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 what are you going to tell them? What do you mean, what am I going to tell them? Yeah. I'm going to tell them the truth. I was, yeah. I'm going to tell them how I was injured, where I was injured. It's in my daily job journals. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's been tracked. It's been noted. You should note it in your job journals. It mm-hmm. should be there somewhere because this is what happened. I've got plenty of witnesses. The general contractor on that job would back me up. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win this. Yeah. And how dare you even say something he's like that? Yeah. He, well, he's not insinuating. He's kind of inferring and hoping that yep. I will go along with yep. uh, insurance fraud. Uh-huh. You don't want to get caught doing that in Ooh. this industry. You would never be covered again. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You can't ask someone to do that. It's like, you know what? I'm willing. Now, one thing you can do is to avoid it being a recordable. Now, this is the injuries that I was discussing is if it's a recordable. If you have 10 people with a recordable, uh, things that make it a recordable are lost time, instant recordable. Yep. If they prescribe you even one aspirin, if you take even one aspirin, that is a recordable. If you have, if they give you a splint at the hospital, mm. that's medical supplies they've given you. Yep. That's now recordable. Yep. If they take an x-ray or an MRI, no matter what that says about it, if mm-hmm. it's just an x-ray or an MRI that's exploratory, mm-hmm. that doesn't count as a recordable. Okay. And I pointed out to him, I'm sure it's a t- soft tissue injury. And even if it was something, so one of the 200 some odd bones in the foot, right? even if it was one of them broken... There's no real way to splint that, so it's just a matter of, it's going to be the same thing. Splint it or wrap it and then keep it elevated and try to stay off of it. Yep. I'm a foreman, so I can tell this guy what to do. Yep. So yeah, we can work it out. Mm-hmm. But to even insinuate, I mean, this is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Owner of the company, a good guy. And when guys at work heard that he, he even said or suggested that, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Mm-hmm. Because he's, you know, it's starting to piss the whole crew off. We've got yep. one person at the shop who's like cancer. Mm. It's it's an estimator. Mm-hmm. And she's done some things that she shouldn't be doing as an estimator. Mm-hmm. She showed up on the job site one day, my job, a, a previous one that's already done. And my operator at the time and I, that was the operator, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, were working on 
some bases. We get the bases dug out, piped, formed up, mm -hmm. ready for concrete. We put a pallet over it so it protects people from walking into it. Put our ribbon tape around it. Okay, there's nothing we can do on this job site until Monday when we get the concrete. So we're, we're good to go. We'll go ahead and uh, it's Friday. It's noon. Let's take off, eh? Yep. And I get off the job site not even five minutes. I get a phone call from the estimator. She goes, where are you at? I go, I'm in my truck on my way home. Well, why are you on your way home? Because I've gone as far as I can for the day. The concrete's coming Monday. Mm -hmm. We're already set for it, so we're good to go. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, well, I just got done with a meeting with the general. Why are you meeting with the general yeah. without me there, A, mm -hmm. without telling me about it, B, what the hell is even the subject? Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, you know how they wanted you to paint the locates and you told them you weren't going to do it? I said, well, yeah. She goes... Well, I told him we'll go ahead and do it. So I need you to come back and go ahead and paint those locates out. Yeah. I told her, I yeah, told him no. Yeah, I told her that's not going to happen. Because last time, they didn't refresh the locates after they ripped out the concrete. Once again, it's the same issue. We got sidewalk there. We're putting stuff under the sidewalk. They need to rip the sidewalk out first. Then I'll paint my, I'll call for my locates. We get two days. Mm -hmm. Then we can start digging. That's how the construction industry works when you're doing excavation. Mm hmm and doing it any other ways is asinine because one of the things they check is if you accidentally hit something mm -hmm. they will measure over if they if they've got any locates left they'll measure the eyeball like okay well you, <laughs> you're an inch too too close to it so you got to pay for it mm -hmm. and yeah we're not doing that so i, I told him we're, we're not doing that and how dare you call a meeting yeah. on and my don't job site me for shit. Yeah. and don't tell me about it i said i've got the company's interest in mind here mm -hmm. they are trying to get us to do that so that they can get it done quicker but at an expense where we are liable if anything happens mm -hmm. I said, they're putting all the liability on us we're not doing that i'm keeping the company in mind well she, i hung up i told her you know what uh, i'm done talking to you have a good weekend click mm -hmm. she calls the owner Tells the owner what happened. He told her to stay off my job sites. Mm -hmm. That I was right. And just stay in the office and estimate. Because that's her job. Yeah. She's estimator. Yeah. She thinks. She's she volunteering shit. That's not an estimator. Yeah. He, he's, she's had it pretty good. She's been making form and scale mm -hmm. as an estimator. When she should have been salary. Mm -hmm. And he just recently made her salary. It's like. I've told him, he told me at the time, he called me up like a week later. He goes, she's driving me nuts. Should I fire her? I said, can you replace her? Yep. I said, that's that's the thing. You want to fire her? Yeah, well, I, I'd agree with you 100% with one exception. Mm -hmm. You don't have a replacement. You don't have a replacement, you're going to have a hole. And you it's not like hole. you can go to Home Depot and get someone and have them estimate. Mm -mm. You can't even go to the union hall and get someone to estimate. Because once again, that 5% of the you know. industry is what we're working with here. And the number of people who can do that work, mm -hmm. know how to do that work, and how to do it for this much, mm -hmm. oh, you're talking about a half a percent. You and know, they're already working for other shops. You know, the funny thing is, is that I, our, our estimating department has about 10 people, and I would bet you my bottom dollar there's at least one person in there who would like to jump ship. Uh, but do they know traffic signals? That I don't know. Do they I, know electrical work? Uh, they have to. Oh, oh. Good to know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, find out if those ones that want to jump ship. Mm -hmm. Find out if any of them are uh, have have experience with signals. 
because uh, I got one yeah, we're, we're at the market. Right now, we're doing. We're no longer just interviewing with, with stories. We're actually interviewing for jobs. So yeah, yeah. if you're interested, the number is 555-EAT-A-DICK. That's my number. <laughs> Quit giving out my number. Actually, this is probably a good spot to stop because my battery's about to be died, dead. Died? You fucking heard me. Your kid was playing too many games. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I uh, I, I was going to do a show last week, but the whole quitting my job thing was, yeah. was in play, and I was like, oh, I'll do it then. And then I was thinking, oh, I'll just do it like Tuesday, right? And then you were like, I'll see you Saturday. I'm like, fuck, all right, never mind then. <laughs> well, like, like I said, we needed to get that one out in the open. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was... So. We, we had other stories, but we're going to put them on the back burner because that one that one needed to be said. Yeah, that'll be another time. All right, I'm on the show. Fuck you. Okay.